Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. So welcome back, everybody, to, uh, to well, Trifecta Airsoft Podcast, I guess. We'll call it TAP. <laughs> Greetings from Dublin, Ireland. Yes, from Dublin, Ireland. We have a guest overseas. This is our first overseas guest, Q-Ball, as you guys know him on Discord, and uh, Alan, as I know him originally. And uh, yeah, yeah, Q-Ball. <laughs> I'm about there, bro. Look. <laughs> <laughs> we have the thing. We have the same hairdresser, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, so now we talked the other day. You actually called me while you were at work, and yeah. Um, yeah. so you worked night shift. So we had to figure out a, another time to talk because you were walking through what a factory or a. I know. I've um, I I work in a, a building like a four story building. Yeah. To, it's an office, so oh yeah. Clock uh, up about, I think over a twelve-hour period, they'd be clocking up somewhere in the region about, about 24, 26 kilometers. Oh wow! In a night. Woo! <laughs> I know. Dang. Hence, hence my boyish good looks, as you can see. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you you have a you definitely look a lot better. You lost a bunch of weight. We were talking the other yeah, day. About a stone and a half, two stone. Yeah. Now, for people that aren't familiar with how y'all, you know, that weight category in uh, in Ireland, there, what is that for uh, pounds? Um, it's about fourteen pounds to stone. Yeah, so it was about twenty some pounds you lost. About twenty pounds. Yeah, I can tell, man. You look good. Look yeah. Even my felt my trails was even fearless. <laughs> my ankles are like, Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh i started losing weight as well we probably start around the same time i uh i lost some weight i went back to my i went back to my diet of uh beer and watermelon now <laughs> uh cheers to the beers hail to the ale hell yeah speaking of cheers i'm gonna do a celebratory shot with you right now well on here uh I don't know if you're drinking or not, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to force you. I'll be driving the car later on, so this is as near as I can get to a Salvatore shop. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do, because you are my first overseas guest on this hey. podcast. Hell yeah. So we got some Maker's Mark today. Just and a fresh the wax you like it. Yeah, this stuff's good, man. It's strong, too. Oh, I know. I know. It's him. Um, it's such a damn shame you haven't been able to try that um, red breast storage whiskey. Oh my god, it is just killer. Is that what uh, you'll have to send me a, a link to that? I wonder if I can buy that online or have it shipped here. You should be able to. Um, they, they, it's actually Jemison. Um, Jemison, the oh, other shit. Jemison. Yes, Jemison. I love Jemison. Jemison make it. Um, they, they have another one there called the Jem Black Barrel. Um, it's um it's their own it's the best one they do with them at the minute. But yeah. um they do the red breast twelve year old, fifteen, uh twenty one, 
and they do all of them in a casket strength. And I've actually had the um, I've actually had the twelve year old casket strength in Jemison's sort of bar tour area, and then um, it was somewhere between fifty four and fifty seven percent. Yeah, boy. And I thought my yeah. hundred proof vodka was uh, was strong. Just a quick swig. It was giving you. Oh yeah. It was giving you the ticks. <laughs> Cheers to your whiskey. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Ah, now oh, it's yeah, nice. that's smooth. Mm. I'm going to tell you, um, if you think Mark is smooth, oh, yeah. um, that red breast um, has actually been built the best whiskey in the world. Really? I've got mm. to try that. I'll have to look it up. When we yeah. get off here, remember to send me a... Uh... Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's... It, um, now, I will say one thing. The bottles are not cheap. Uh, the 12-year-old is about what would be 60 euro. Yeah. The 15-year-old is about 80 or 90 euro. And the 21-year-old bottle is 184 to 187 euro. Yeah, they, they, they charge somewhere in the region of about um, 21 to 24 euro a shot. Wow. <laughs> so they, 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 they make their markup on the bottle quite good in the pubs. Oh, yeah. But then that's not even the casket strength stuff. You get the casket strength stuff, they're paying extra. Wow. Every, every penny. I mean, I think the 12-year-old casket strength is somewhere in the region of about 70 or 80 quid, maybe 90 euro. So they uh, do they consider uh, that top shelf? Do you guys call that top shelf like top shelf liquor? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we use the same term here. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's oh, it's just it's silky smooth. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that. Oh, they like that Pringle spray. It's once you pop, you can't stop. Right. You know. <laughs> yes. It's one time. It's one time a band camp. You know. Right. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, no, it's, um, no, it's, a, it's definitely worth a try. It's definitely just one hundred percent. Since you, I know you like your whiskey, hands down, I recommended it to somebody else as well. There, week and a half ago, who had never tried it and was into their whiskey. Okay, and it, and it was just like, oh my god, you were right. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking for uh, new things to try anyway. That'd be cool. So, uh, so welcome to the podcast, obviously. And uh, you've been on here for quite some time. Yeah, and, I think maybe two years now. Yeah. So how did you? Uh, well, how did you start Airsoft? And then we'll go into how you found us. So what got you um, interested in Airsoft? For how right, long you been well, doing? Um, I started playing with friends of mine. That would have been early 2018, and. Um, he, a friend of mine was going out with mates of his to a local field, which we've actually now lost due to insurance reasons. Um, they lost that in 2019. But he was, he said, you know, you seem to like playing Call of Duty and stuff. Says, do you want to come out and try something a little different? And I'd done paintballing before, and I went, yeah, you, you know something, give it a bash. So I was there, gave me an M4. Gave me a loan of a vest, just basically told me, you know, toy cap mag, if the bullets stop coming out, wind the bottom of this and, you know, just do what you have to do. Yeah. We got a little bit of a bug for it. 
and then we went second in a tour time, and then um, it would have been December 2018. I got my first two guns, which was um, a SEMA M24 sniper rifle. Nice. And um, the Tolkamarui Mark 23. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I I still have that Mark 23. So those were the down. first two guns you bought? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I went, I, I, I made the illustrious mistake of, um, you know, thinking that, uh, oh, yeah, everybody wants to be a sniper. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> no. So um, I went down and I was playing at this. I started going down to the field by myself and meet the lads down there and got talking to a guy and, um, my first game, second game down with the sniper rifle, it just wasn't working out. And yeah, what I what I'd actually done was before I'd actually got the um, sniper rifle. Before I got the Mark Twenty Three, I had actually ordered upgrade parts from Scam Shop in the Netherlands. Okay, and we had been watching Kicking Mustang, the English yep. sniper, and I'd seen this video he'd done with the modifications for the gun. It was like. Hmm, I think we'll go do that. So <laughs> I ordered the parts before we got the gun. And um, it took me 20 minutes with a Dremel, had it all rated. I was, I ended up returning the sniper rifle and just playing the whole game with the Mark 23. And I was, you know, 60 feet, 80 feet with uh, pointy yeah. clips and just creasing people. Just picking up. Um, yeah. And then a guy that I know who got, got talking to said, oh, I've a, I've a, Rifle there and getting rid of, and it was a uh, D Boys Gar L, which I actually oh, okay. still have. Yeah. I was a big fan of the I was the big fan of the Scar, the ACR, yep. and Call of Duty. And I was like, yeah, hold on to this, and started using that instead. And then I swapped out the uh, sniper rifle for a Famas, yep, um, a Cybergun Famas Evo F1. Oh, okay. And then the, um, the progression of stupidity started from there. <laughs> yeah, everyone watches. They start out. I think a lot of people start out watching uh, Nobrich, and they they go, "Oh, I can, you know, let's go snipe. You know, I'll, I'll climb yeah. in a tree and go sniping." And <laughs> it's harder than they think. Just to take it, just take from somebody who tried. I mean, I do enjoy, you know, sniping every now and again, but right. I do it from a more perspective now. You know. Right. You know, at least at least you can, you know, cause a bit of havoc but a little bit of better rate for it instead of having to, you know, continually draw and load. Right. But it's good. It's it's been it's been an experience now when I think just the collection as you know from the Discord page has just been building and building and building. Oh yeah. But um yeah. yeah no, speaking I, of um, your, your collection, you have how many how many airsoft guns do you have now? We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net and check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. 
Stay connected, my friends. I'm afraid to even think about it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've uh, what have we got? Three scars. Um, I've got three, four pistols. Um, two sniper rifles. I have two DMRs. I have two HPA assault rifles. Um, I'm just about to get rid of a, a Tokimarui Mac 10. Yeah. Um, it's an original um, TM as well with a bucket load of stuff. Um, the P90, uh, the MP7. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think you have more than us, bro. And we've got uh, we've got a shit ton of uh, guns too. You know, uh, we still have guns in the uh, closet that I'm just. I'm trying to figure out what to do with because we still those aren't even guns that are like slated for giveaways yet and we still have enough guns for giveaways for the rest of the year until like Christmas for real so wow. <laughs> it's, uh, you know and I just, want to, I just want to say as regarding the giveaway zombie please stop getting them you've won anything give the rest of us a chance please <laughs> I know right I think what I'm going to do, honestly, is uh, I put out a question a few videos ago, you know, of, of giveaway, and I think it was after the, it might have been the last giveaway, and yeah. or I was talking about the giveaway or something, and I, you know, and I asked people on the uh, video, you know, if there's any, I think I said I think all of our patrons have won at least one wow. giveaway, yeah, and yeah, yep, you, there's actually no. a few of you. Yeah, you and then uh, this other guy, Carl Sign Poison, uh, sent me a message. Said because I told everybody, you know, if you have not, if you are a patron uh, and you haven't won one of our giveaways, send me a message, you know, or leave a comment or something. And uh, he had he had messaged me, and so I was looking at our past giveaways. I have a spreadsheet that I keep that shows all the uh, the past winners. And yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Hey, his his brother-in-law lives, you know, they live close together and they actually go play together and whatever. Uh Brandon uh B Hall on Discord. He uh yeah. boy, he was he was ragging on him big time the last time that Zombie won. <laughs> and uh he's like, man, stop winning all the time. This is crazy. It's just it's just the way it, it's just the way it comes out, you know. I mean, it is. I mean, you guys see how we do the uh the giveaways, you know. You know, a lot of times we put them in, you know, a bunch of names in a balloon. I mean, there's I, no I'd way say, we can. I'd say, but there's no way you can you can predict who's going to. No, you know. No, no. And I mean, did you see the one we did? Uh, speaking of Fourth, you know, we got Fourth of July coming up. The one we did uh, was it last year? Or the year before? I think it was two years ago. Fourth of July. We uh, we actually had a leaf blower, and <laughs> we had a we had a helium balloon. But it wasn't heavy, you know. It wasn't strong enough to pull the to pull a balloon up in the air. So I had Colton use a leaf blower and blow it up <laughs> to try to shoot. Him. And then I, they shot it. Yeah. So uh, that was good. That yeah. Was good. Yeah. No, but um, yeah. See, see, the whole thing is, if I was to win a gun from yourselves, um, if the gun is at over shooting over three hundred and twenty-eight feet per second or one jewel either or either. Yeah. Um, the gun will be confiscated. 
So yeah, I was gonna say because I've you know I've had to ship uh, some stuff to. There's been a couple winners from Canada, and I think they have. You know what's weird? They have a minimum limit. The gun has yeah. to shoot like some whatever it was, three something or whatever, and it can't shoot I less than that. Know the, um, the whole thing, but they were trying to the the Parliament was trying to bring in that anti airsoft thing yeah. where if if the if the gun was shooting under a certain limit. It couldn't be used. Um, and I know I was watching Dayton House Gamer and yeah. he was um, going to get a huge partition sorted out. And I think something was sorted there. Like the, he got um, a lot of politicians out and actually got them out and they brought them out to a field and explained that the whole X, Y, and Z. And oh, I'm wow. trying to read really good. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It was probably about four or five, maybe six months ago. Um, yeah. They brought a lot of um, actual. Um, Parliament ministers and stuff, and brought them out to an airsoft field and just explained the X, Y's, and Z's of the game and how wow. to shoot. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was a really, really good video. I, I mean, the amount of videos I watched from, from across the water, like yeah. from, you know, from, from Norwich to yourselves. Right. So, who I was going to say, who, uh, you know, because that was a big issue a few months ago where, you know, Canada was talking about, uh, you know, banning airsoft completely. And yeah. um, and we actually had a few of our you know viewers make some comments about it, like you know because they live in Canada. Uh, so so they they got over that then. And I think um, well, I mean, I, I think they have. I, mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen any videos now from Dayton at all recently. But I'm going to have to just check up and yeah. see what the story is because there's a lot of the I don't know what they would up with YouTube and their algorithms and everything else but they're um when you go in to a lot of the these airsoft channels now right. there's a thing there you know you know it does um parental thing on it or yep. you know like uh, like for kids and stuff and yeah like 18 and over and, and you know, the videos you have to state now yeah. like you know these are not real guns and yeah. you know you're having to repeat it consistently. yeah i i know i don't do that man i I saw that when they, when they uh, when YouTube first started doing that shit, so they pretty much demonetized most of the videos on our channel. So um, not just yours. There was a yeah, lot yeah. Of I mean, it was it was across they've the board. Lost, they've lost yeah. thousands of thousands in yep. Evan. Yeah, they uh, so they did that. It was uh, it, you know to to all airsoft. So pretty much, uh, they were. And I actually went over this. Well, you're a patron, so you probably saw this video. Uh, I posted on Patreon, but I or Patreon, but I haven't posted it, you know, on YouTube, whatever. But I went into yeah. some of the details of how that worked, and I showed our channel views and and whatever, you know. So, and it was, you know, about that whole that whole process when back in November, not this past one, the one before, uh, YouTube. Um, they changed their their rules, you know, their terms of service, whatever, and yeah. they included any kind of gun. So if it had the word gun, you know, or look at the gun or whatever, you know, even if it's a toy gun, Nerf guns, everything, like it was all just included the, in that. So if you, yeah, term was enough for it to be flagged. Yep. So, uh, and it still goes on today. You know, when I uh, the 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 reaction video that I uploaded a couple weeks ago, it was, uh, it was flagged and I don't, you know, I don't do a disclaimer 
on our videos because fuck YouTube for that. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, whatever. I mean, are they, I guess what the only assumption I can make is that their, their, their committee or, you know, it's not just them. It's Facebook banned all of our stuff as well. Like I can't post Facebook posts about airsoft guns on Facebook anymore. So they changed their shit too. Uh, and I don't know if it's, uh, if they're all getting together, like in their committees and saying, Hey, you know, guns are bad period. And we don't want these, you know, 15, 16 year olds getting trained because they're attracted to airsoft, getting trained to like guns, you know, because yeah, they're it, replica guns. It, um, it, it seems to be like they, they yeah. seem to think like, um, like there was, there was a thing there a few years ago that, um, people that played Grand Theft Auto were going to go around and rob cars and murder people. Remember that? Yeah, it's ridiculous, bro. But we were doing that before we started playing the game. Speak, speaking of that, I used to work. I worked at GameStop. You know, it's a it's a big video uh, game retailer. Uh, you know, we big have, here. Um, we you guys, have, okay? Yeah, and I, I worked there for years, and uh, and so you know, and I've been a gamer most of my life. And I remember oh, that I mean, conversation. All the way back to an Atari twenty six hundred. Oh yeah, there. same, all same. The, all the Playstations, Playstation yeah. 1, yep. the PS1, the little clamshell one. Yes, um, Nintendos. Yeah, Sega. Yeah, so I had to say, and it, uh, I remember when Sega CD came out, it was uh, it was one of the first disc-driven games, and yes. uh, it flopped, but, uh, you know, they didn't really know how to do PS yet, but... They're like gold or snail. Yeah. Sega Genesis. I had a Sega Genesis, actually. I bought one in Japan when I was stationed in Japan in 1991. Mm. And uh, we had a Sega Genesis. And we used to play, you know, the boxing stuff, you know, some of the sports stuff. They had an Olympic game where you could, like, surf against each other and whatever, you it know. Was summer games. It was like, yeah, it was like the games. Games. Yep. Exactly. Actually... Um, and the, the track original, and field, yeah. The original Xbox and yeah. the big metal black one. Oh yeah. Um, I have, and I actually have, and you'll remember a lot of these. I actually have the Midway and Atari arcade classics. Oh shit! Yes. Yeah. Space the Invaders. Midway, the, the Midway collection one, two, and three. And I think of the Atari collection one and two. So I mean, you're talking like um, Golden Axe. Yeah, um, Golden Axe, oh my gosh, right? Yeah, I mean, just some absolute clangers, like amazing games. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, just um, Golden Axe Outrun, I mean, just stuff like that. There was some yeah. proper, you know, 1943. Yeah. The thing with the airplane, like the airplane, you used to be able to fly it, and you just, you just thought it was, it was progressively moving up through the map, and just tons of games on it. Oh yeah, but um, Primal Rage. There was another right? game as well. Like yes, that. hours and hours of that game. <laughs> in, in Space Invaders, Galaga. Oh, oh yeah. Galaga! Yes. No yep. tons left, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Gauntlet was one of you. Gauntlet, Gauntlet was awesome too. I used that. That was one of my favorites. Yep. I have I have Gauntlet actually. I got they they remade a Gauntlet for the Xbox. 
and I actually had it and I was playing it. And um, I mean, I know guys that have put that many hours into playing Final Fantasy oh, yeah. 11. Right. You know, the type of. When all the fighting games came out, when Street Fighter came out, it just knocked everybody. It was it took over. It took over because everybody yeah. was into the street, you know, the fighting games. I, I could never get the button combinations down. I sucked at it. I suck but I was always, you know, up for playing, you know, and being oh, yeah. that, that punching dummy for my buddies. <laughs> uh, we used to um we used to go around to my friend's house when he lived around the corner here and we used to go around on a Friday or a Saturday. And we yeah. were around for about six or seven o'clock in the evening. We'd be there at three or four in the morning. Just like the the, the, the controller would nearly be melting. We'd be holding it that point. <laughs> you know, it's dripping, sweat's dripping off your hands. Oh, yeah. But then, I mean, you had Project Project Gotham Racing as well, which right. Xbox brought out. Yeah. Remember Pole you know, Position? I do remember Pole mm -hmm. Position. And then they brought out um, F1. Yes, Formula F1. One, and then it, yeah, the Formula One ninety seven, I think, was the best one of the lot, actually. Yeah. After that, it just got, you know, just too much. Oh, yeah. Paul McRae. Paul McRae ran right. on the PlayStation. Yeah. That was phenomenal. A huge fan of that. I like it. I, just, I was big into me gaming and sort of still am. I mean, I still have Call of Duty and stuff on the PC upstairs. So okay, so are you a PC gamer now? Um. Yeah. So Mostly. I sort of... I sort of Got the PC built so we could edit photographs. And I was like, you know, I might just want to sit back and play a game. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, That's um, how it, it starts. Was, <laughs> I'm yeah, just going to take, I just want to take a break and play a little bit. And then you end up playing four hours and. Exactly. It just, yeah. you just get stuck into it. I mean, oh, I've, yeah. been playing Warzone, I've been playing Warzone quite a bit actually now. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and really enjoying it actually. It was uh, after I started Call of Duty Ghosts. Where it was horrible. They're getting a bit stupid. Where all the exo suits yeah. were running along the walls. I was just like, nah, just yeah, yeah. Nah. Ghost, yeah. Call of Duty Ghost tanks, like it was bad. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, I within a month of that game being released, I was actually over at the local shopping center, which was like five minutes, like over this way from yeah. me. I can actually, if I was to stand up, I could see it that the roof of it from here. But uh, they've. Uh, I think there was something like 30 copies of Call of Duty Ghosts within a month as pre-owned on the yep. shelves of the yep. And that was GameStop as well, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, I worked at GameStop when that came out, and uh, it was crazy how many people brought it back. <laughs> Modern yep. Warfare, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty 4. Yeah, 4? Dude. The Modern Warfare was That by, was awesome. Yeah, I actually have the, I have the remastered version actually on the PC. Yeah, and still to it. It just, I mean, the way it took you through the story, and your character died. Well, I mean, no spoilers because it's been out for so long. But your character died. You were like, "Holy shit! What?" Oh, no. <laughs> but, then, but then you have the alternative ending to it as well. Yes. So if you if you made, if you made the decision, you could actually play it again and right. make the decision that went the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was some good, there was some good games, but I mean, it just a lot of them got too technical. And but what I do like about Warzone, I mean, it's actually it's um it's platform, multi-platform compatible. Right, right. 
which is probably it was the one thing everybody wanted for years. Yeah. I mean, for years, bro. They talked about it for years, doing crossplay. Yeah. yeah, people like PlayStation, Xbox, the fields yeah. between them. You're like, oh, we can play better games than you. We can play. Oh, no, you but can't. Now, but now you, now you have to, now you know, put your money where your mouth is. You, know, <laughs> you talk so much shit. Here we go. Yeah, because the yeah. uh, you know you cannot. I don't care how good you are on you know on a console. That controller, yeah. that little thumbstick yeah. on the controller for aiming, is not yeah. as quick and as accurate as a mouse. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen, bro. It ain't gonna happen because I used to be a PC gamer. You know, I built my own computers way back. I used to play, uh, you know, the original uh, Unreal Tournament, the original uh, Counter Strike. The original uh, Quake, so that's how I started out. No, that's something I could never get into. Was that Counter Strike? I know people do. Yeah, and um, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Now the, I played that original. Man, it, it's fucking hard, bro. I mean, that that Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Anybody who has not played it, I will say it now. Yeah. You think you're you think you're a hard player playing Call of Duty Warzone and Cold War? Right. Go play Rainbow Six and you'll understand what gameplay is. <laughs> yeah, I remember we used to do a terrorist hunt. And uh, on those original ones, dude, you get shot once and you're dead. I mean, there's no getting wounded. Like, you're fucked up, you know? Because typically you're peeking around a corner and you're getting shot in, you know, the upper torso or the face. <clears throat> it was, it was, you don't have armor. It was as near to real life as possible. Yeah, yeah. And then Battlefield, then Battlefield brought a little bit more realism where you could actually blow up the building. So if there was a sniper or somebody yes. shooting rocket, you could just blow up the building and yeah, bring the yeah. building down. Instead of like, you know, oh, I think we better run five stories. No, no, we just got a rocket launch and just blow the building up. You know, just, God. <laughs> So I mean that was that was the other thing like they had realistic like that was that was where sort of battlefield sort of stepped up over the Call of Duty step yes. where you know where Call of Duty was good but then Battlefield brought that little bit more realism yeah you know but then Rainbow Six was the realism yeah it was yeah the I think the you know they all had their own kind of area or you know direction they went and uh, yeah. you know Call of Duty kind of went to the uh, the fast-paced kind of, you know, the shorter maps, the smaller maps <clears throat> for multiplayer, and then Battlefield went to yeah, the Battlefield opened it up, and you had you know all of those uh, vehicles, especially Battlefield Four. It's one of my favorite games uh, for multiplayer all time. Uh, you know, you had all the vehicles. You could be a support. You could be you know, and uh, it, you know that was epic. And then uh, well, Battlefield Three. What was that? Uh, bad company. Uh, oh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the the story on that, the characters in that, and the dialogue was fucking hilarious, bro. It was like the real mill. I was like, oh shit, I'm back in. The storyline, the storyline to it. I mean, the way that they had the scenario set up with the vehicles yeah. and the buildings. Yep. It was. It was. Of any of the battlefields that I played, um, that would have been. The best one that I played now because it's just the scenarios were just like yes. you just mentally got locked in as if you were like you know if it was you there and it was it was exactly well done, but yeah no that's the game and you know this is like I mean we've been at it for years you know 
Come I think I spent, I must have spent an hour, just a straight hour on Battlefield 3, just to see how much of the building I could blow up. Like, how far down does it go? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. If they, if they had brought that realism into Call of Duty, yeah. Call of Duty would have just meant, you know, Yeah, even a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, but um. So how did you? Uh, so you got an airsoft uh, a few years ago. So yeah, um, 2019 started playing properly about 2019. Yep. And then uh, how did you end up finding us on our on um, how was I it suggested the video? Um, it was um I had I'd been watching. House the house gamer and um kicking Mustang. Yeah. And then I seen this thing for um uh, Box of Awesomeness. It was one of the first boxes that is opened up. Oh yeah. And I was like I was like, lucky bastards. So they can they can get these boxes mailed with you know, like these super guns. And if yeah. I was to try it, I'd be charged about like twice the price of the box. And I was like, let me sit down and start watching this and I start watching one and then the next one I was like Okay, we'll keep watching this. And then the 4th of July one came up, and then it was, oh, yeah, you know, the Paddy's Day one and the Christmas one and the Halloween one. I was like, oh, this is, yeah, this is that bad. But <laughs> so they, they, um, they're doing stuff, um, they're doing stuff like that now. Only over here, there's a, there's a shop up in what the county cavern, <clears> and <throat> they're their spot shop up there now. They've actually started uh, doing these mystery oh, boxes. Okay. Now, can you guys can you get an Evic uh, box of awesomeness shipped to you or no? Um, I'd say if we were, it'll be hit with customs and shipping and everything else. So I mean, if the box if the box was sake of arguments, two hundred dollars, yeah, which would be maybe like a hundred and fifty euro just for the sake of arguments, yeah, and I could probably I'll be hit with um import tax shipping and everything else so i mean that 150 could turn into 300. so it pretty much doubles oh yeah well i mean the oh my god i was oh gotta be you two, two years ago and then we were talking i was talking to one of the two and a half years ago i was talking to one of the uh, guys who works in the sale the airsoft shop and i was looking at that dt4 you know the double yeah. barrel um assault rifle and it was like it's pretty cool. It was working at about four hundred and fifty euro. Yeah. So I said, look, if you can have a look, check with the suppliers, see how much it's going to be. X Y Z's bringing it in. Yeah. Nine hundred. Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That was with import tax, import tax shipping, and then the percentage of whatever the going was, and then it had to be underneath. You know. The legal limit yeah. to be over here. So there was just like a list of like that's insane. Y'all need money, money. look. Y'all need to have your own evic type of store over there in Ireland. Oh, it, it'd be it'd be amazing. They know this this cabin airsoft, the cabin airsoft. Um, yeah. Um, they've only the shop. I think the shop's only just recently opened. It was like so they used to live in cabin a few years ago and. Um, 2010, like when I moved out, but um, they—I don't even know how long the shops up there to be honest with you. But I've noticed they've been advertising on yeah. their Instagram about these mystery boxes. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, no, it's not bad. It's um, 
Yeah, but the like when I came across, I actually seen it was the the box of awesomeness. This one of the first videos that I seen. Yeah. And then I back to when I start watching the rest and say, this is this is actually not bad. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was cool seeing the surprise on your faces when you actually seen some of the shotguns and the sniper rifles and you start yeah. sitting there going, Jesus, I mean like I mean you're paying like 175, 275 for a box and it's like coming out of four hundred, you know, like four hundred in value, like pistol, yeah. beads and stuff, and it's like, wow. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> when we order at BOA here, uh, they have we have free shipping. So if you put in a code, well, they used to have to have, uh, the first year we started, they had to have, uh, you had to enter a code at the very end yeah. when, when you're purchasing, and it would give you a free, yeah. co- uh, free shipping. And now they just said, fuck it, whatever. If you buy a BOA, you got free shipping. And, unless you want like special, you know, like overnight or whatever. Yeah, 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 but that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. yeah. So now the local, the local field you play at is that has that been around for a while? Um, it has been around for a good few years now, but they um, they closed in 2019. Oh. And the one of the bigger mm. insurance companies, I believe, took over the insurance. One of the insurance companies that looked for looked after public liability gotcha. insurance, which covered yeah. Uh, you know, any outdoor areas that were doing sort of sporting events and stuff. And uh, I remember talking, I was talking to the guys and they, they had said it was like, they got a renewal call of something like 16 and a half thousand euro. I believe wow. it. Yeah. The insurance, the, the public liability insurance over here is. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it, I mean, it's, it's just, <coughs> bless you. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. I know. I think they they previously had it at around eight or ten thousand, so it had practically near double. Still, yeah. So Jeez. we lost in um, the 2019. Um, last year, there was another field, um, Red Barn. Um, it's about maybe a 35 minute, 40 minute drive away from where I am now. Yeah, about 20 minutes. Um, they had to close due to insurance, but then there was a CQB site, um, Inferno, they were indoor, and they had to close the doors due to, I think that was maybe down to insurance as well. <coughs> then, like, they've now taken over the Red Barn site, okay. and they've renamed it Inferno, so they have gone from having an, an indoor CQB site to an outdoor site. But, um, yeah, no, there's, um, like, it does, is that, um, is that like a... Is that a? I mean, why is the insurance so high? Is it uh, premiums? Are premiums. people getting hurt like more often on the fields over there than yeah, here, or what? Yeah, what is that? It's just, I mean, the insurance over here in general. Do you guys have certain laws for airsoft, like special laws or whatever? Um, there are regulations. A lot of regulations, there are regulations for airsoft, yeah. but I mean, the insurance, the insurance um, part of it now has just been crippling. I mean, there's even sites over here, um, and they're actually running without public liability insurance. So if you get injured, you know, you're on your own. Right. Yeah, I so, mean, I was going to say that, see, typically what happens is if there's too much restriction on that, I mean, people, you know, people in general, you know, large groups, right, when you take the majority of your population there, 
in your area, they're not going to stop playing airsoft just because the airsoft field's closed. They're just going to do pickup games in somebody's backyard or in a field over here or whatever. They'll go somewhere else, and yeah. that's what's been happening. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's the, yeah. The field, the field that I'm playing in now, um, it's it's down in Wicklow. It'd be, it's, it is literally the guts of an hour's drive away from me. Um, it's um, it's actually really it's right beside a reservoir, a huge big reservoir, but it's, it's actually in a forest area, okay. and they have um, this thick green netting going along the bottom of where the forest is, because there's actually like um, a pathway for people. So you can imagine like like I'd be dressed up, or other people would be dressed up in their full gear with their guns yeah. running along right. on one side of the fence. And there's people out for the Sunday walk with our dog on the other side. Oh, God. Yeah, and you're standing in a ghillie suit with a fucking sniper rifle, and they're like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much like people, like, like there's a walk, there's a footpath right along the reservoir. But um, yep. yeah, Spec Ops, I have to say now, um, hands down, like one of the best sites in the country. Um, well, for, for the Republic, it's it's been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, no, is this, the game, a, this is a local local field. Um, it'll be well local local an hour away, but um, okay. it, it's it, it's like I mean, it's had the reputation for one of the best sites in the country, anyway, regardless. Yeah, and I mean, the lads are rumored to just they're on top of everything. You know, I mean, it's huge wooded areas. They have a lot of the old military tanks and armored personnel units, carriers, oh, and stuff. actually legitimate, legitimately right. like. Parked up, um, they've a proper uh, one-story um, castle. They call it castle, with like an actual proper steep walkway. There's one way in, and literally there's only one way out. Oh God! But, yeah. Um, I don't know that they've. That I mean, they're they're still developing it at the minute as well. I mean, they're they're nowhere near finished. But the like even the safe zone is the safe zone is comfortably hold about two hundred people. Wow. So are they? So this is a field. Has it? Have you guys played there yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've, I mean, um, I've played there twice this year now since we were legally allowed to go back and play. Yeah. Yeah. And um, just, it's phenomenal. I've, I've actually, um, I got a how I actually ended up going down was the, uh, the one of the airsofters over here had got a calendar organised. And I was fundraising for the um, a local uh, cancer foundation. He's actually he had actually just he was just recovering from cancer himself. Yeah. And um, it's actually Irish uh, Irish Bush the guy here told it. Oh yeah. One of his um, but he messaged me and just basically said, "Listen, um, have you booked in for Spec Ops this week or that weekend?" And I went, "No." So I hadn't got a chance to. He says, "Well, um." Just stick it in now and let's see you down there. Yeah. And because um, I, I had gotten in contact with him regarding the um, regarding the calendar, and um, it was grand. Went down, start playing, met a few of the lads, and then I just got <laughs> playing with them again. And now I'm actually um I'm actually running with them now at the minute so we actually have like an organized crew at the minute oh, okay. to do. but um oh, the boys are the boys are just killing it um i mean yeah. you've got mania, mania airsoft um i mean uh, by the way just anybody watching this you know give them a sub i mean 
they're making really good content. Um, Mania, Airsoft, Mania. Um, Contender, Airsoft. Yeah, yeah. These yeah you can shout out some some channels. Uh, Contender. Uh, these are the ones we talked about before, right? Fox Green, Contender, uh, Irish Bush, Wookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, these, these go. Um, you have Jackal Airsoft, uh, Breacher. Um, there's a couple of guys, um, AKA Staten, um, and Evo Tina. They, they're actually up in Northern Ireland. They'd be up to the north of the, the north of Ireland. And okay. They organised them um, a milsim, um, a one-day milsim. Now this was the the dawn of resilience part two. They had run one nice. was it last year, the year before, and it was brilliant. But with lockdown. You know, nobody could do anything. Right. But in fairness to Dave, um, they held off until the Republic gave us the all clear that we could actually travel across the border. Yeah. And um, a lot of us went up. There was a convoy of us went up. And um, we were up in Air- FRV Airsoft. And um, it's a natural proper walking farm, like with cattle. And stuff. I mean, we were running around fields. Oh, yeah, this is the one you were talking about before. Yeah, I mean, it was like fresh cow pats in the ground and bushes <laughs> and clumps. Of, you know, it was it was. Wait, over here, over here in the south, we call them cow pies. You know, when they dry up, you can just pick them up and eat them. Okay, <laughs> they taste like grass. <laughs> yeah, well, these guys. I mean, they, they they ran a serious event. I mean, he had to reschedule a few things because they were sort of hoping that we'd be able to get cleared to go mm. up. But um, he, I was talking to him there after everybody had sort of, you know, after the game was done and dusted, he said he's going to, the next one now he's looking at doing, you know, he's going to go six months ahead of time and okay. do, do it properly, properly since we're sort of out of the back end of this lockdown, thank yeah. God. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. For real. Uh, so we want to we start getting out and, uh, you know, going to see people. I'm, I just got a message from uh, Mark Vitello. Uh, who lives up in Maine, and he was one of our earlier followers as well. He's the one that sent us the uh, tag-in, the tag-in uh, grenade launcher that we did the oh, review yes. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Mark, he just sent us a message a couple days ago saying, uh, you know, uh, a uh, letting us know about a, an event up there by him. Uh, I think it's in like two weeks. Um, I, it's soon. I can't remember when, but uh, – I was like, dude, we cannot get off work. Like, everything's opening up, and, you know, I'm actually able to work again. Which is really, and, which is great news. Like, it's really, oh, really dude, good. I am ecstatic. I'm, I'm so glad to get out of the house. <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, my, my guys are, you know, JP and Colton, Chris, they're all working overtime because so many people uh, quit during the pandemic because they got – unemployed you know they got paid by the government to sit at home so, <laughs> so yeah, they're working they're overtime and uh so we can't get off work right now where else we'd go but we're we're planning on starting to you know do some travel and uh and see all you guys you know yeah well i said i mean as you know yourself i was meant to actually come visit you was last june yep Unfortunately, lockdown put an absolute ham on it. Yeah. But um, no, I definitely say if you do come over, um, spec ops, straight out, straight out. So is this your? Uh, so in your area, what's your uh, favorite field or where you know favorite place to play? Is that is that it? Well, 
Well, it would have been. Well, it would have been Scribbles Town. Okay. Now yeah. they, they have like that's 2019. They've been closed now. Maybe yeah. two years. But um, no, Spec Ops is Spec Ops is, is is you know where it is now at the minute. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it's the, the places. I mean, if you ever um, if you go to Google and have a look at um Special Ops or Spec Ops uh, paintball, uh, and it'll zoom up, have a look and change it to satellite view. Yeah. And that entire forest area that you see, okay, and um, right next to the reservoir, that's the entire playing area of the entire airsoft area. Okay, well, we'll have, have to. Uh, I'll have. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to look that stuff up and, and tag a lot of these. Uh, uh, you know the the YouTube channels that you mentioned, and also the you know the fields yeah, yeah, that you mentioned. Yeah, I'll tag these in the video. I know the guys would appreciate it. I mean, they, we've, um, I think, nearly every single one of us that are running now in this, and the, these, the, the Rogue Reapers are the, is the name of the crew that they're I'm with now. Um, yeah. Nearly every single one of us is running HPA. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we've got, <laughs> two, we've got two or three of the guys now that are, you know, tactically as snipers. They're just yeah. lethal. Right. Um, I think I mentioned the video um, contender um, where he got 26 yep. kills in a minute. Yeah. Just hilarious. I mean, you know, he was, he, we were in a group chat on WhatsApp and he was saying, best day ever. Wait till you see the video. <laughs> and, um, it was basically, it was a, um, it was a CO2 grenade. Yeah. Um, do you know the, the tour buses that would be going around the cities and it has like a half of the top of a roof? Uh-uh. So the front half would be like would would be roofed and the back yeah. of it wouldn't be. You can round the back of the bus, CO2 grenade, book <laughs> it up. And the 40 I believe it was 40 mic in like the hand the hands yeah. grenade launcher. Yep. So when he he fucked it up, he ran into the door. That there was a double decker bus <laughs> ran into the door. The, the bus and just sprayed the whole back of the bus. <laughs> that was <laughs> That's crazy. The guys have got some really good footage. I mean, they're. I mean, we've the we're waiting on footage now from FRV from the Milsim at the minute, and uh, I know that it's it's been really good. I mean, the guys have been gathering some good steam, but they're. Uh, yeah, I know they're. It's been really good. I mean, the the whole. I can honestly say the difference with the HPA and AEG is yeah. From here, it's here. A, it's a huge difference. Huge difference. Um, it's only, yeah. it's like, it's the only the only team time they realize is when they hit their hit and when they see the head come, you know. Well, you know, speaking of calling your hits kind of stuff, I mean that's that's the uh that's what I miss, honestly, about paintball. Because you know, I started out as a paintball player <laughs> and uh you cannot <laughs> not call your hit. Like you got a huge ass fucking you know, paint like, splatter. You can't go, Oh, I didn't get hit, you know, or just walk away. Like you everyone knows you got hit. And uh, yeah. that's the one thing that's missing in airsoft. It is, but I mean, but, I mean, the whole thing of it is, I mean, it's probably an age-old conversation that's gone around for God knows how long. Right. You know, I mean, it's that bit of proved and honesty. You know, I mean, I yeah. mean, we're all we're all we're all in to play the same game. Well, that's why you know we were just talking about this. Uh, me and the guys were just talking about this the other day because uh last weekend we filmed a uh a reaction video we were watching uh silo entertainment uh one of his rage uh and freak outs you know whatever and uh yeah and there's some kids on there man that are just you know on these cqb fields 
They got polar stars. They got, you know, I mean, these things are shooting fucking lasers. And, uh, you know, I don't know what kind of, you know, RPS. Dude, and they're, and they're just, you know, they're probably 14, 15, and they lose their temper, and they just fucking unload because they got this weapon that they can, you know, unload on people, and they don't have consequences. That's the problem. Yeah. If you did that on the street, like if you did, you know, kind of assaulted somebody on the street, you'd get punched in the face. You know oh, what I'm saying? And they're they're almost protected on the airsoft field, and they can just you know lose yeah. their temper and just go fucking crazy. And it, it you know it's bullshit. So you know I just well, I, mean, I mean the thing of it is I mean there I know um, Kicking Mustang mm -hmm. uh, over in the UK. I mean the guy's done some phenomenal stuff as regarding the whole thing with. Um, Ghillie suits. Yeah. The KMCS's kicking Mustang concealment system. Yeah. Um, like he's done the tour variation of it now. And I mean the guy is the guy is just revolutionized the way Gillies go. I mean, it's if you can get your hands, I yeah. actually believe it or not, um he now has a uh, stores in a store in the US where you can actually get his ghillie suit now in the oh, United shit. States. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's the the KMCS, uh, the the kick and Mustang concealment system. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, Zombie just talked about this a few months ago. Yep. Um, I can honestly say if you if if it's something that you'd be interested in picking up, the thing is, it's it's you know, it's just it's like next generation. Yeah. And I mean, I believe the the new the new version three, the the the, the Mark three or whatever it is that he's at about to bring it out now. Yeah. Is actually yeah. Uh, IR resistant as well for no Damn. Case. Yeah. That's some military grade shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's he's brought out some really good um you know, he's got these he's brought them out, but the uh he seems to be experiencing a hell of a lot of um you know, people not calling their hits or yeah. I mean as I, I would refer to them like airsoft snowflakes who are complaining about getting hit yeah. in the face no and then you know they're not wearing proper face protection. Like, I mean, he's had a, he's had a like, he's had a ringer of it, like you know, where he obviously it's a YouTube channel. He yeah. needs cameras on the ones to get right. footage, and he uh, he's had a fucking he's had some absolute doozers of videos where I mean he's shot people. You can clearly see the BBs have hit these people. Yeah, you know, and they're not calling their hit. No. And then, as you know, I mean, as somebody said to me, there's two places you can guarantee if you're going to shoot somebody the second or third time, if they don't call the first time, is in the balls or in the head. <laughs> so, I mean, he's that's where you'll get a noticeable reaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially when you've got a 0.4 gram BB flying at about, oh, God. You know, Seriously. 285, 285 feet per second, you right? know. <laughs> yeah. But it's it is it's just one of those things where you know I mean unfortunately there are these people who seem to think that they're playing a real life Call of Duty game where yeah they play. Unfortunately, you know when somebody knows the. Oh, I can get hit ten it, times, man! I got armor. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, our balls aren't made of armor. Already this time around, right? Yeah, but it's a, no, it is. But it, it, it's it's it. I mean, it the whole thing where. You were saying like there's younger players getting away with 
running around with these, you know, hyper powered, you know, guns. Yeah. You know, because you know, because mommy and daddy, you know, well, you know, I, I yeah, wanted yeah. this little and this is what they're doing. And um, you know, yeah. they have they've done what they've done. But the way it is, you know, it's you know, there are too many people unfortunately coming into the game the sport who seem to think that, you know, I, nobody's gonna know what so they can call it until right. you're after getting until somebody somebody shot you, you know, twice in single fire, you yeah. didn't call it. And you think it's all right, they didn't see me. As soon as they turn around the full auto and they go, you know, <laughs> you understand. they did see it. And they're just giving you a second warning to say, put your hand up and call it. For real now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 is, it, it is a bit of a, a sort of a crying shame that people can't just pay by the rules. You know, it's, yeah. it's not very hard. They mean, well, that's what I was going to say. You know, that's why these guys, uh, they don't like the CQB stuff. It, you know, in a lot of fields, they've they've gone to Airsoft Columbia, who I've I've done a video on. They uh, they're really good. Everyone that we you know every time we've been there has been awesome, and they're about an hour and a half away from where we're at in South Carolina. But most of the time, these guys sign up for Millsims because typically with Millsims you have an entry. You know you have a, you have to buy a ticket, and it's yeah. usually a hundred dollars or more, and that. Will that part right there alone will get rid of all the fourteen and fifteen year olds? That's gone. They're gone. So <laughs> it's a guarantee to sort of yeah. Filter out so you have older people. people that you know that are you know like you and me or like these guys, whatever. Like most people, the players thought that yeah, they're gonna say, okay, I got hit. You know, yeah, you don't have those the, issues. You know, that is, and it's. You know, it's. I mean, I've seen. Um, I know. Um, I know. Kicking Mustang has been over in the states, and he's done one or two of the U.S. mill sims. Yeah. And uh, my God, it's it's just a whole different scenario. Like, I mean, because I mean, a lot of the guys that would be over there would be, you know, sort of uh, active military or you know, right. former military. Yeah, vets. Yeah. Um, like, there's, there's another guy in the UK there. Um, names Nico. Um, he is actually ex-British military. Oh, okay. um, he was um, infantry, I think, and um, like he does a lot of um, like he would be with some of his videos now. He would be actually almost doing what he would have done if it had to be in real life scenario. Yeah. If it had to be in an active service, and it's really cool to see. Um, oh, that's cool. Even the way, even the way, he's like he comes around the doorway and he's changing the gun from like right hand to left hand, and yeah, you no, know, just. You know, I mean, the like, I mean, there's a couple of videos there where he was talking about, you know, you know, why and how you approach coming into a building or coming into a doorway, and right, it, you know, it's it's not just the fact that you're watching these people play or something. It's yeah. the fact that I mean, you're gaining some information to say, mm -hmm. well, oh, well, well, I was always coming down the corridor, you know, hugging the wall, where right. they're saying like you should be coming down the middle of the corridor. So if you need to shoot somebody, you can turn. Sure. Little, little, little things to pick up, but it's uh, yeah. That's you know, I noticed a lot of people that that uh, you know, older guys, you know, I guess older like over twenty something, you know, once they're out of high school and you know they're adults. What uh, you know, a lot of them are interested in the uh, or one of the attractions of the airsoft thing is the military style, you know, gameplay, yeah. right? Yeah, like the mill sims or whatever. And yeah. uh, was that an attraction for you? You like the tactical stuff 
you know, were you in the military? Did you, you know, did you grow up, like, was your family military? No, there was no military, um, sort of, um, from any side of my family now. Yeah. Um, I had my grandmother's father was in the guards in the Irish police force, like, many, oh, okay. many, 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 like, like, yeah. But, um, I think it was more the fact that I mean I enjoyed playing Call of Duty, and yeah. I bought I'd seen these all these airsoft videos for years. Going, God, I'd love to get out and try that because I mean, right? You know, I mean, it's, you're not just sitting down on a chair with a head like, right? As you can see, like with a headset, you know, <laughs> right? And then you're yeah, not yeah. sitting down on a chair with a headset, trying to psychologically think what should you do when you're playing against other players. You're getting out, you're getting to meet new people, you're getting a bit of exercise, right. you know, you know, the battery. Now, were you were you interested in real guns before that or um I have fired I have fired a few real steels. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's you know, not lots now, but I've I fired one or two, but yeah, yeah. It it was I think it was I think it was more for the sake of actually just the going out and having a bit of fun and actually just being able to, you know, you know, instead of like charging into a building, like, oh, you can't kill me now. You know, like, I know, yeah, yeah. I know, I'm going to run into a building and somebody <laughs> shoots you, you have to hit. You know, you have to put your hand up and call. Right. I mean, I mean, it's just with the progression now of um, getting the radio and then having the headset and everything else. Yeah. You can see it's slowly starting to get there. I mean, we were, we were using um, the Aries Alpha app um, when we were actually up in oh, FOD. Okay. And, um, you can set it up and you can map out an area for a game zone. So once everybody logs in, you know, it is a bit of a battery drainer on the phone, um, yeah. but you can hold your phone while you're walking around. Right. You can actually check the whole map and it'll show you where all of your team is. So you pick your, your blue oh, team or your blue team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aries Alpha. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'd be able to download it, but um, it just means that it'll, um, if you're on the playing field, you can actually pull it out. Right. And, um, you know, they can update whoever's, whoever um, has the main thing. They can right. update objectives and it'll actually come up in a that's message. That's fucking cool, them. man. That's that's some Call of Duty shit right it, it, there. It, it is. I mean, there's, um, it is, it's really, really good. Like, so, but the thing of it is, if somebody was saying, like, they were going to, FRV had a section there called the Twin Towers. Yeah. That we would say we were at the radio tower, which was another section. You could just literally pull it out, and I had it on the map exactly where it was. Yeah. But you could tap on the blue dots or the red dots or whatever what color your team was, and you could actually see who was there. That's awesome! Damn, that's cool. It, it was it, it was a game changer. Um, yeah. For that game, like two weeks ago, it was an absolute game changer. But also yeah. having the Having comms as well, and um, yeah, it was just, it was just seriously, um, just again for me, it elevated my game from about here, sure to here, right? It brought a little bit, it brought a little more, little a little bit more realism per se, like for the for the yeah. game scenarios and so on. But it was, um, and I was I was talking to one of the guys and he was telling me if you go into your like I have one of these Fitbit Fitbit yep. watches, and um, you can actually select in the Fitbit what message alerts you want to get 
So I could have actually tagged the Aries Alpha app into the fitness app. Oh, shit. And I would have, so you get the, 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 the objectives coming up on your phone. Oh, that'd be awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's something for another day. And yeah. Like we've been talking about if we do go back down to Spec Ops, that will uh, we'll probably end up like running comms and running the Aries Alpha app. So it just means that we are running around, at least we know where everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> So what's so, your? Uh, do you have plans to go play uh, soon? What's your next op? Um, it was meant to be the twenty seventh, which is Sunday next week. Okay. But um, unfortunately, my rosters um, had an abrupt change because of the. Um, I have something to go to on the, Tord and Fort, and I have to walk the weekend. Previously, yeah. but I have to say, hands down, the spec ops. They, um, they're very good with what they'll do is they'll actually, if you ring them up or send them an email to look, you know, I've, you know, I won't be able to turn up. Yeah. They'll actually email you a voucher for the oh, value wow. of the tickets. So in a, in a next, instead uh, of having to lose out future event. when you're going to book it, you just, you just put in the voucher number right. and, um, that's it done. Like, I mean, plain and simple. I mean, I, I sent them an email saying, look, I won't be able to make it to 27th, works after change. And I think I had an email within an hour, half an hour. Oh, that's cool. With a, just like that. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, Paddy and Mick, the two guys down there, actually, sure. I mean, one of your, I brought down one of my patches, one of your trifecta oh, yeah. patches. And um, it's now on the, uh, the, the patch wall of fame. Nice. In, so it's actually, I believe, it's their first US patch as well, actually. That is awesome, dude. Yeah, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to tag that in the, uh, in the video, of course, and our website, like where the, yeah. uh, the location is that our patches are at. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Make like a yeah, little no, uh, map where, where our patches are at. You'll have to. I think you'll have to get a. You'll think you'll have to get a bigger map though, because unfortunately I'm a little bit off the scale <laughs> when you have on the wall. All right. <laughs> But yeah, no, all the boys have been Premier Listen, I mean it's it's a tight run ship. I mean there's no messing about, but I mean it's it's it, like it's as regarding just for playability and game scenarios and everything else. Yeah. The guys they have it dialed in. They've been they've been doing it too long. Yeah. And I mean the guys the Reapers that I'm running with now at the minute there. You know, I mean the guys are, you know, you know, next level. I mean, it's I mean, you're looking at a crew of about like seven or eight blokes that are running with all HPA guns. You so know, you're uh, so you're in Ireland, you're in Dublin, or yeah. around Dublin, right? Yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, twenty minutes. Yeah, it'll take me from where from where I live now. It'll take I'm about sixteen and a half kilometers from Dublin city centre. Okay, and uh, it is probably. It is Let's at the see. minute now. It is it's almost. 20, it's ten o'clock. It's, it's yeah. It's it's just approaching a quarter past. Now, how is it now. so light there? Do you have a light? A light on? I'm in the back garden. Yeah, but it's ten o'clock at night. Yeah, it's still bright. It'll be it'll be bright here till about half ten, a quarter to eleven. Oh my god, that's crazy, bro. So you can you can actually see like you can actually see like there's a shine off my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, in in the states, when uh, when we hit summertime, you know, we're excited when it stays you know light out until like eight thirty or nine o'clock at night. 
And I'm talking to you. I'm like, oh, shit, we've been talking for an hour, over an hour. And mm -hmm. it's got to be late there because you're five hours ahead of us. I'm, um, where I'm, I'm at in South Carolina. Blame, I'm, I'm and it's still light as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll tell you now, I can still see blue skies from here. Like, it's a little overcast. What? But I can still. No, hang on a second. What does it get? When does it get dark? Hang on a second there. Uh, flip the camera. Uh, hang on. Um, click the camera. Okay, hang on a second. There it is. Damn, dude, that's crazy. Yep. Is that normal <laughs> for that's normal for summertime? Uh, for over here, yeah. So in the winter time, does it get uh, it gets darker earlier? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, like. I mean, the winter time over here, um, I mean, it could be getting dark at about four o'clock. Oh, shit. Damn, what an extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I mean, the, I mean, it gets, when it gets dark, it gets dark. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, in the morning, like in the morning time, like we're in the middle of June per se now. So we'll be slapping in the middle of our summer. So we're, we're May, June, July. Yeah. We're in the summer season. Um, it'll be getting bright at 4 a.m. in the morning. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So here it doesn't get – I don't see daylight or, you know, start seeing daylight until about 6-something in the morning. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I went outside last night about 8.30, and it was already I, – I used a flashlight to go out in the back. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's um, – I know, like, from when I was working as a doorman, and the nightclub that I walked in had a an open air retractable roof. But I mean during the summer. Right. Um it'd be really, really warm. Hey, some mood lighting. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, they've um they when it was out it was like they had an open air beer garden out the back, but during the summer they just leave the things open and just you know, it was beautiful. But the bar wouldn't close until 4.30 in the morning, like the actual bar, yeah. that they would stop serving people at half past four in the morning. It would yeah. take us about a half an hour, 40 minutes to get out. It was a bit of a specialty of getting people out. Just yeah. was, you know, <laughs> I'm sure. Pretty, pretty vocal. You'd see, like, you know, I'd be, I'd be coming in the evening time and I'd be bright enough. I'd be starting about maybe half nine, ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And be half four, Five, we'd probably get out about half past five, and it was like the middle of the day, and I'd have to go home and sleep for the whole thing <laughs> for the following day. Like it was, um, yeah, it was oh, yeah. interesting, very, very interesting. But now, look, I have to say, I mean, I have to say the the content you boys have been throwing out. I mean, all the I know the the um, the boxes haven't been coming. Yes, yeah. the two boys were saying there that. Uh, but I mean, like, um, I've been watching C Seven Viper as well, yeah. and he, yeah. he's been the same. He's been the same as well. Just like there was boxes getting lost and everything else, and he was yeah. like, he he was in the same scenario that he, like he was saying that they, you know, I mean, the like the pandemic is just. Well, you just, know what? I'm gonna so to be honest, we uh, so the, you know, yeah, it it definitely slowed down the. Uh, the boxes we could get, you know, so Evic yeah. stopped, you know, shipping, you know, or stopped offering a lot of the uh, uh, mystery boxes. And then I think when 
when our channel got demonetized, we were, uh, all of us, you know, the whole group was a little deflated, you know, we were, we were discouraged and we we're like, well, you know, I mean, that's not why we started the channel, but when you start, you know, building your subs and, and you see, you know, and you finally oh, get monetized yeah. and you start seeing something coming in to help pay for, you know, we built the website and, uh, offer merch and, you know, buying, uh, you know, boxes or whatever all the time. Like we, you know, we spent a lot of money on it and then you start kind of getting compensated with that, with, uh, some videos and then it just gets cut off. We were, yeah, we were it, discouraged. We really were, you know, and, and we really had to have a meeting about or talk about what the future of our channel was and why we were doing, you know, we had to get back to the original reason we started the video and, or yeah. you know, started the channel. And, uh, so we just kind of let go of all that other bullshit and whatever, you know, whatever happened in 2020, you know, most people on the planet want to forget. <laughs> Absolutely. I will, I will, I will, I will put my hands up to that as well. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, it's, I think it's a year that everybody wants to just erase right? on their mind. I mean, permanently. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we've lost, I mean, we've lost family, um, you know, through, unfortunately, through COVID. Um, I know people that have lost friends, parents, grandparents, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, I mean, the, the, the long-term effect of it, I mean, we're in, what, June now. And I mean, I mean, our daily count or something today was like, there was 375 new cases, you know, for the last since they've started the vaccinations, the death numbers have been zero bar one week. I think they had one or two people. Yeah. But if you that had been the start of the year, say January, February, March, I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I think we were averaging, I think it was like fourteen, fourteen hundred. Yeah. No, it's sorry, sorry, not fourteen hundred. I think they were averaging about fourteen thousand new cases a week. Well, we've uh, we've been talking for a while, brother, and uh, I know uh, it's about to get dark there, and I don't want to take up all your time. You're good. You're good. But it's, it's, uh, uh, it's been really good talking to you. It's been awesome, and uh, so I got I got one last question for you. Yes. So if money's no object, okay. Uh, pretend there's uh, you're about to go on the field for whatever game you know game type that you prefer. So whether it's CQB or Milsim or whatever, yeah. And you walk into a room and it's just lined with all kind of gear of the top, you know, Ooh. bottom of the top, every single piece of airsoft gun and gear you could get. Okay. Uh, decked out with, and you can just, just like a video game, you can point and pick any optic, any, uh, you know, add-on or whatever, okay? All your options. Pick your loadout. Yeah. What are you going on the field with? You need a primary and a secondary. Um, primary, straight off the bat, Wolverine MTW. Nice. Um... I'd say probably an ACOG or a Halo site suppressor, just to take that thing even down further. Yeah. Um, 
I'd still I'd still be pushing with my Mark Twenty Three as a secondary. I really would. Yeah. Or well, or or the AAP. It, it would that that thing is just. Yeah, those are good too. Yeah, the the one thing I will just say for anybody who is actually getting the AAP, if you do pull a longer barrel into it, the the uh, FPS will actually go up substantially. Nice. As I put it, I um I put a hundred and two hundred mil um AA barrel into yeah. the 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 red and black one, which you've seen on the on the Discord. Yeah. And I crowned it with point three sixes, and it came up at one point four, one point five joules. Wow. With that was with a fifty round Wii um extended mag green gas. Just standard wow. standard green gas and it was one point four, one point five. Um way, way too hot for over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, but fun as shit. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But I mean the thing of it is, um I have um I've an armor work um green gas drum mag now that I am going to be ordering um little HPA tap. Okay. Put in the valve. Yeah. And he's getting tapped up to my tank. Hell yeah. So, so it means it can be run. I can run that two hundred mil barrel and regulate under a jewel. Sweet. Yeah. But um, now I'll take the 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 Marui, the Marui Mark Twenty Three and the MTW. I said. I mean, I have I have a HPA ARP nine, and recent edition is um. An APS Guardian, and about running Wolverines, and again, phenomenal guns. But that uh, that MTW one, the guys has one on it. It's, it's yeah. just an excellent. Changed the hop up unit, changed the barrel to I think it was a PDI six hundred one. Uh, he's got a Mister Hop um, uh, Maple Leaf Mister Hop fifty degree, yeah, and the Max Hop hop unit in it. And the thing is like. Point three sixes. I mean, it's just laser straight. I mean, it's <laughs> that's crazy. That would be um, that would be actually Mania Airsoft. So I mean, you can check out his. Oh yeah. Um, he, actually, he actually did a comparison between his MTW and the um the Guardian, which is now my. Okay. Man. But, um, there's a huge. I mean, he was. I mean, he's creasing. I mean, you don't even see him. I mean, the fact that he just beginning up to the nines, and he's after just now putting. Full ghillie wrap. I think he's at the bottom of the Norwich ghillie wrap. Over yeah. Gone. Um, you know, the, the guy's the guy's just like a walking bush. Quite <laughs> but as I said, um, yeah, now um, yeah, the MTW, the MTW with a suppressor, ACOG, or even like a a small sort of medium size sort of adjustable scope for range. Yeah. And uh, the Mark Twenty Three. Yeah, nice. that'll be it. Because, I mean, it just. Silent and deadly. I mean, I, I would have right. said them. I would have said the Combat Master as well. But this is, I mean, I love the Combat Master. Have one, but you have two. Yeah. And they're noisy. They're noisy as hell. Yeah. Such an accurate gun. Such an accurate gun. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, well, hey man, know, it's, it's been cool. awesome talking with you. And uh... it's um, listen. Thanks for asking me to do this because it's it's just a nice little change to be able to. I know we talk and we've spoken in the Discord and we've spoken in the chat and stuff as well, but I mean, it's just nice to actually, you know, talk airsoft and talk shows. Yeah, and uh, you know, and that's one of the things that that uh, one one of the things I want to do with you guys is you you know you all see me talk and you all see my ugly mug on the videos all the time. I wanted to 
put you guys <laughs> on the video, and uh, and I was like, no, you know, no. this would be a great opportunity to, uh, you know, to get you guys on some videos is to do like a Zoom cast or some type of no, video where we can. Absolutely, I mean, no, no, it's absolutely like genius idea. But I mean, it gives a little bit more. I mean, I know everybody sees all these names popping up in the Discord, and yeah. Like, yeah, I wonder what the person looks like, or right, you know. But I mean, but it's it's I think for a perspective because you've got you've got so many people from around the world, not just from the US and Canada. Yeah. That that um it gives a slightly different perspective on the way airsoft is around the world. Yeah, absolutely. I love hearing about yeah. that kind of stuff, and I yeah. love travel, yeah. so. Like, like air FPS over here is three three hundred and twenty eight yeah. for everything. Sniper, LMG, pistol, you know, SMG, yeah, black across the board. You go to the likes of Belgium or Germany, you're up over five hundred feet per second. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. I mean I mean the I mean like the I mean the I mean I I know like for the likes of Norwich and stuff, I mean he'd just be shooting point four twos, point four sixes. To a sniper rifle that's doing like about two point five joules. Dude, they want to punish people. Holy shit! <laughs> See, the, 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 that's the difference. In no, the you know what? You know they—they they probably just said, you know what? We'll just up it so that people actually call their hits. <laughs> like it, I mean, it. Because you can't. I mean, you won't. You won't have to go. Oh, I got hit. You'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> But uh, I know, um, I know, Fox Green is using. I think he's like using point four twos or point four sixes in his sniper rifle over here. Yeah, nice. and I mean, I mean, there's times where I've actually, I've actually heard the impact of the shots <laughs> on the field. That's crazy. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 quite a disturbing field where you can just you just hear the you just hear the, of the sniper rifle and you just hear this, you know. Wham the scream! Or something. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, I mean, I can only imagine like he's working on a, a, a sniper rifle that's one jewel, literally like a jewel, which is like under three hundred and twenty-eight feet per second. And no these shit. guys across in the Czech Republic and Belgium and Germany and stuff, and you know they're up over like 400, 500 feet per second, like you know, <laughs> with like insane. using like point four, point four, point yeah, yeah. four. You may as well just throw a brick at somebody. You know, that's it's just right. really easy. Or a paintball. <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's. It. I think it's probably going to be as sore as a paintball. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's. But if as perspective-wise for different countries and the you know, whatever way that the rules and regulations are. Oh yeah. I think it's nice for. I mean, because I I would watch a lot of airsoft videos from the US. Yeah. And then from the UK and then from say the likes of Norwich and uh, Sniper Buddy Sniper Buddy Fabi as well. Those sort of guys, um, I'd be watching that. But it's such a perspective that I mean we've got so little of a window with our FPS and over one side you have another one and then over another country like over literally across the water. Yeah. They've got different, like, I believe, I believe the UK is different FPS for their sniper rifle, their LMGs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's um, it's just one of those little things. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I have to say, you know, it's, um, it's just a nice little, um, it's a nice little change that you can actually get to talk to people who are on the Discord or, you know, who are Patreons and so on that just right. have a talk. 
you know, you just see yeah. him. Like, I mean, it's, it's nice to say that, you know, you know, the question being asked about it, where we, where we, where, where and how our interest in the sport started. And it's sure. a really, it's a really good question to be asking because we wouldn't be here otherwise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, hey, man, I uh, appreciate you being on here. And, uh, well, it's been I know fun. you're going to have, you're going to have a lot to edit out of this one. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not cutting anything out, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, these are it. these are long form uh podcasts. Look, whatever we say is fine and uh cool. it's going up whether somebody likes it or not. Demonetize this. You know, oh, I, I, I'll I'll demonetize. I don't care. I'll just turn it off. You're not going <laughs> Well, I appreciate you, man. This won't be the last time that we'll do this. Uh, we'll do it again. No, no, absolutely not. I like that. I mean, I'll, um, I know the I am what I am planning on doing is hopefully in the next six months, and I'm hoping to get a channel up and running myself as well. Oh, I would definitely support yeah. you, bro. Yeah, so that's going to be a big one. I've just been there. I was just um, this morning. I was uh, messing around on the computer, and I've. Uh, Coming up for ideas for a patch as well, which looking pretty good actually. So good. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, let me know. Send me a send me a picture when you get it ready. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Well, um, well, I'll um, I'll I'll send you over two of the two of them that I don't. I'll send them over in the Discord um, when go. I get off this. And um, yeah, they're um, I put a little bit small little bit of work into them, but I mean it's a it's just a stepping stone to see what I'm gonna do. But yeah, no, we'll see how we go. Well, it's been awesome talking with you, man. It's been a treat having you on. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolute pleasure. It's been great absolutely. having having uh, you're my first uh, overseas guest. Well, thank you very much for asking. It was a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And we will uh, we'll see you in the next one, bro. Till then. Yes, sir. Listen, stay safe and tell the boys I said hello. I will, man. Thank you. And definitely try and find that red breast whiskey. You won't regret it. I'm gonna look it up. Hey, if if I have any questions, I'm gonna be asking. I'm gonna be sending you messages here on Discord. So, yeah, no problems at all. Thanks again, brother. Appreciate you, man. Listen, Kabir, great talking to you. And listen, stay safe. And uh, yes, sir. Really good to see you again. Respect, brother. Talk to you. See you then. Later.